0: Welcome back, everyone, to Slugcast with your host Maya for another episode of Science Weekly. I hope everyone is hanging in there while we wrap up this fall quarter. I know this time of the quarter can be very stressful for everyone, so don't forget to take some time for yourself here and there to avoid burnout. Alright, in this episode, I'll be talking about advancements in eDNA, but more specifically, the eDNA Explorer. What is eDNA, you might be thinking? Well, I'll tell you all about it just after a short announcement highlighting some potential upcoming construction at Science Hill on campus. Stay tuned. Okay, first up, UCSC will be moving forward with the preliminary design for a new building that will accommodate the undergraduate teaching programs currently held in the team and labs, of course, following the approval from the UC Regents in May 2023. The new building will be referred to as the Interdisciplinary Instruction and Research Building, IIRB for short, and it will house state-of-the-art laboratories for undergraduate instruction in biology, chemistry, and physics, as well as interdisciplinary uses. The early design includes a feasibility study to confirm the best site location on Science and Engineering Hill. The new teaching laboratories in the IIRB will address overutilization and new enrollments, as well as the campus's urgent need for relocation space to host seismic projects at the 1965 team in laboratories and other older campus buildings. The design team is continuing to work together with the building users and campus stakeholders to ensure that the new IIRB will best serve the UCSC campus community and meet UCSC mission and principles of community. Exciting, right? It's something that isn't coming too soon, but it's in the works, so something to look forward to, I guess. All right, moving right along, we have innovations in eDNA. So... Cal eDNA, a UC wide association project to document California's biodiversity, has launched a prototype of their new eDNA Explorer. This open source tool provides a powerful and easily accessible platform for sharing, exploring, and analyzing data from projects that use environmental DNA. And to be clear, eDNA is environmental DNA. And eDNA is a tool for monitoring biodiversity that involves analyzing DNA found in soil or water samples from a specific location to determine which specific species are present in that area. And for the past several years, Cal-eDNA has been using this technique to sample regions across the state of California. The Cal-eDNA project is directed by Rachel Meyer, Assistant Professor of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology and an affiliate of the UC Santa Cruz Genomics Institute cal EDNA dna has led collections of eDNA in Swanton Pacific Ranch after it was devastated by wildfires, the LA River, farms in Central Valley, and a whole bunch of other locations. Julie Stanford, who co-created the eDNA Explorer, is excited about the opportunity it will give the community to make a real impact on the global biodiversity crisis. Although Cal-eDNA started in California, it has grown to have a global reach. A recent project involved running research-based workshops on using eDNA to guide rewilding in Rwanda, in which managers of Akagera National Park collaborate with scientists from Rwandan and other African environmental organizations and universities to analyze the data together. Data from all these sites and more than a dozen other projects throughout the U.S. and Africa are now visible to the public on the eDNA Explorer. The web tool also serves as a project management and collaboration platform that helps people figure out where rare species are and how communities change across space and time. Wow that just made me so excited. (laughs) Anyways, one popular species is the elusive African bared owlet, which turned up in the eDNA sample with a match to the genus Glaucidium, which is the group for all pygmy owls. That's so cute. The Cal-eDNA project has also relied on heavy involvement from citizen scientists, and the eDNA Explorer tool is designed so that it can be used by both beginners and experts. It creates a common format for data and converts raw project sequence data uploaded by researchers, park managers, and others into a very reliable organism list in the cloud. On top of that, it facilitates comparing eDNA data with that from more traditional observational methods of biomonitoring. Now, here's the thing. E-DNA only lasts for an average of two weeks before it's degraded and essentially disappears, so it provides a good sense of the current inhabitants of the area. You know, in some regions, researchers have been able to extract older, more degraded DNA from preserved areas, for instance from under the concrete of the LA River, to find what species used to be in that area. But it's not a perfect science. Looking through the eDNA Explorer's list of species that are present in the LA River, for example, some can find the presence of cattle DNA. So like cows and stuff. But this isn't because there's actually cows roaming in the river. It's because cattle DNA gets into the river through human waste. Gross, right? Well, this is an example of what scientists refer to as noise in the data. As tools like the eDNA Explorer make eDNA data more accessible, Meyer predicts that scientists will learn how to better sift through the results to quickly answer specific questions about conservation. So with the eDNA Explorer launched, Meyer said the next step is training more people on how to use it. This is really exciting for the ecologists out there, as well as so many other fields as well. It's going to make the work for researchers so much more comprehensive and can help not only scientists but everyone be more familiar with the world around them. Well, that'll be it for today's episode of Science Weekly. I hope you enjoyed it and found it exciting because it really is. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at UCSC Slugcast and keep up with our weekly episodes that upload Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Don't forget to take it easy on yourself and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye!